0: And can help you with some of these aspects of your life you only live once so why not live a life worth living on the show today we have coco lee she was raised in new york and received a bachelor of fine arts degree from the parsons school of design while establishing herself as a freelance designer just one year after that she joined a managing boutique and designed bridal gowns evening gowns outdoor wear for exclusive clients this includes celebrities, television film directors, producers, and stylists. Her style is sexy, sensual, and very sophisticated. Her designs are modern and inventive, reflecting her belief that anything is possible. She has worked with Donna Corrin Collection, Gap, Bill Bloss Jeans. She also freelance for Giordani in London and has worked numerous fashion shows in New York, London, and Paris. She is also busy working on various stylists in NYC for advertising print, commercial feature films, Fawns Performances, and Brand Development. Her latest corporate projects include Reebok, Nike, Adidas, North Face, Sony, Pantene, Olay, Covergirl, Crest, HBO, Chris Stamped, Uniqlo, BMW, etc. She's also dressed high-profile celebrities such as The Weeknd, ASAP Rocky, Odell Beckham Jr., Victor Cruz, Donnie Jones, Savion Glover, The Backstreet Boys, Beyonce, Rihanna, the list goes on and on. Sit back, relax, enjoy this fantastic conversation about designing custom clothing and yoga with Coco Lee. So today we're sitting down with Coco Lee. How are you today?
1: fine thank you
0: (laughs) (laughs) so tell us what you do in one to two sentences
1: what did i do um i'm actually a costume designer in new york also does some styling too for other people and for tv commercial and photo shoots and some um print yeah uh, some of my clients are like some top designer that I work with throughout the year and some bigger company that I, for example, I recently worked with um, Weekend, ASAP, Rocky, and hopefully I could continue working with Odell Beckham Jr. this year mm-hmm. to the... Covid.
0: Yeah. yeah, he's in Cleveland so it's now, though. being
1: postponed <laughs> right now, so we have to wait.
0: Yeah. So you said you were doing costume design for these people. When when are they requiring costumes that you're creating them for them?
1: Basically, you go. Um, they have an idea that they like to wear. Okay. That they want to wear. They already know what they want. You yeah.
0: Just
1: you just have to execute what they want.
0: Okay, so it's for like a specific event of theirs or something like that. Okay, yeah. interesting.
1: For their, for their interview, for their events, or for their, um, um, I think a lot of events that they go to, they need to dress up. Or right now, they just want us to do a lot of presentation, and for interview, too, yes. Okay. Of, yeah.
0: So how did you get into that? What kind of prompted you to do a costume design? Were you trying to out for play? I get into yeah. the
1: word of mouth, and um, I'm in fashion, like, Graduate from Parsons School of Design, okay, and um, it's always my passion, and um, it's easy to fall into this this uh, feel mm-hmm. that you that you uh, you want to create looks for these people that you have an image that you want to do, and they 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 will approach you if they like what you do.
0: Yeah, awesome. yeah I have a lot of friends like in the fashion design world. And a lot of them focus more on like wearable garments, etc. Why are you yeah. kind of drawn more to the costume side opposed to the wearable garments, like the day to day? What's kind of your draw for wanting to do more costumes?
1: Um, I think nowadays people are wearing less costume. Okay. They just want to. They want to be more on the comfortable side, like meaning more casual look, more relaxed look. Not so much costuming like 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 you have to dress up every every day or every event that they have to go to. now they they just request like more like suits, mm-hmm. more relaxing looks that they could um uh, mix and match that they'll be comfortable when they go to the event so' don't, they don't have to worry well this is a this is a very couture piece, mm-hmm. and I can't move. They don't want that. <laughs> it's getting less. It's getting less, but still some requests. Some do.
0: Well, so, what's the process like? So, let's say someone referred over a new client to you. How do you kind of handle that process? What's the? How does it all play yeah, there's out? There's
1: a process. There, you go shopping. You go. Um, there's a lot of shopping to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which probably once, once a day or two, and then you go fitting. You go fit them and make sure it fits them nicely. Okay. And, then you, and you could also alter the way they want. Sometimes they like to change the look, yeah?
0: So you to meet with all your clients style, in person?
1: make it their style.
0: Cool, the so you meet think. with all your clients in person then? It's not, like, over a website or over the phone? It's all in-person interactions?
1: No, it's, it's quite personal,
0: yeah. Okay.
1: Like, um... What do you mean? Like oh, you, you actually like, meet
0: them in person. Like you are shopping together, opposed so to just call you measurements. No, the no, you,
1: they, yeah. no, they hire you to do all this process. Okay. The, you only meet them on a fitting day. That's it. Oh, interesting. And, yeah, and that's it. One one time shop thing. Like this is they just pick and choose the look that they want and fit it and make sure everything is good and then that, that's it. Yeah.
0: So do you have a lot of repeat clients or just kind of one-time clients and then they kind of move no, on? No, mostly
1: then? repeat clients. Okay. Yeah. Um, Sometimes I get one. It depends what they want, yeah. And also the timing, yeah. A lot of these people do not live in New York. Okay. Yeah, so... Um, but sometime they fly me out to California to fit them. Yeah, Makes it depends the schedule, how fast they want this to be done. I guess.
0: What's yeah. the usual time frame? Do you usually, you get stuff done in like days, weeks, months. How quickly do you usually create a a custom piece of overnight, clothing? Overnight. Oh, really?
1: It's a lot of rush job.
0: Interesting. A lot
1: of intense. Yeah, yeah, a lot of intense timing, like overnight, quick one, two, three, and it's done. <laughs> so at the end of the events i mean at the end of the project you'll be like oh. <laughs> you get that feeling like um okay this is done for the next one next <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you get a lot of shout outs on social media people like i was styled by uh coco lee on social or is this kind of like oh this is like a a hidden gem that i found in my closet uh
1: no I, i'm not i don't tell everybody what i do but mm-hmm. um I kind of keep it low key. <laughs> yeah, I um, it's it's sometimes it's good. Some people know, and some people don't know. Like, Are you sure you did that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of a uh, low key person. If people want to know, I will tell them.
0: Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So obviously, you do a lot of custom clothing work keeps you busy. What do you do when you're not doing custom clothing? I think you mentioned you do a lot of hiking and yoga.
1: Yes. Um, I practice yoga six days a week. Mm-hmm. Asanga. And, um, that helped me relax me a lot. And also helped me keep in shape. And, um, well, I find, and then I uh, got interested in hiking. In order to hike, um, I practice a lot of yoga to prepare myself because you don't, you don't just hike. You decide one day a lot of people think hiking is so easy.
0: Yeah, like yeah. Well, you just bike,
1: <laughs> it's a totally different workout. Totally different um, using your different muscle mm-hmm. in your body part that you're not used to every day. And then one day you show up in the mountain and you say I could do this. I could Many of my friends say that to me and then a lot of them turn around and a lot of them just don't, I don't think I could do it. <laughs> but I want to do it. So I practice on my day off.
0: I mean, that's the scariest thing about hiking is like when you're, when I mean, you're not that experienced as you're walking, oh, I have to go this much further to get to the destination. But then yeah. I have to walk back to like, oh, this is so stressful. <laughs> I don't think my body can take yeah, it. A
1: struggle. <laughs> you have to. The process of hiking is you you feel it, you know you gotta struggle to go up to the mountain. But you a lot of people willing to do it because once you get to the summit, it's it's a whole new feeling because mm-hmm. it's so beautiful. The air is fresh and then the scenery and the cloud and wind and just come to all together and the best part is you get to see the sunset or the sunrise that's even perfect that's oh, yeah. like the ultimate goal of hiking I think
0: I, I can imagine like, so
1: hmm? oh I can imagine okay, so cool. yeah, <laughs> yeah so, so I do it for the view <laughs> that, can, that that actually give me the energy I can, I can continue Uh, Yeah, a lot of times, I would say, am I there yet? Am I? (laughs) Yeah. But I enjoy it because the view makes it all, it's all worth it. Yeah. After a 12-hour or more hike.
0: (laughs) Yeah, a lot of uh, This is
1: on your day off, you know that?
0: Exactly. (laughs) Some of my friends just did a hiking two weekends ago. They did, like, a couple-mile hike, and then they went to a beach, you can only get to the beach if you do the hike. You can't get to it with cars, or well, guess you guys can bike there, but definitely not cars, no, it's right? Exclusive. Yeah, yeah I, yeah, I heard about
1: those. Those are exciting
0: too. Actually, yeah, you get to lay down in the sand, relax, go swimming, and then hike back. It's like a nice <laughs> little Saturday afternoon. Yeah.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: So you mentioned you did a, a nice little video on your journey to Mount Kediden. Yeah. Tell us about that. Yeah,
1: Mount Kentan. Yeah. Yes, um, I decided to do a video. These all this all height that I'm working on, mm-hmm. they are considered practice height for me.
0: Okay.
1: They are practice height for my real height. Okay. <laughs> the real the goal of the height that I really want to do is um, Mount Whitney. Okay. Which which is even higher mountain, further out different weather oh, yeah. it's like all season weather start with the warm weather and then work your way up to the colder and colder so you so from, i'm from northeast and we do have some beautiful mountain too so i decided to to practice mount katan is one of them and the view is beautiful. I, it's nothing what I expect. Mm-hmm. I just thought, oh, I'll just practice. Right. But once you get up there, it's it's a whole new beautiful scenery of Northeast. You get to see the Atlantic Ocean and the cloud rolling in, and it's just so beautiful. I highly recommend for everyone who wants to go hike there. Yeah, I had a great time. I would do it again.
0: <laughs> I'm sure it's like nice just to like detox from social media yeah. email phone calls etc like exactly. I exactly um,
1: when you're up in a the mountain there's no signal whatsoever
0: yeah.
1: it's just you and the mountain and the air yeah and it's it's nice for one day to get away with all the electronic stuff it's <laughs> worth it yeah yeah thanks. And I also start camping. I realize hiking include you have to um, be a camper too.
0: Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, you don't have to be, but it will be save time and um, for your for your next hike. The more you do, the the more you hike, the more you realize that the process of hiking. There's so much to learn mm-hmm. and so much to do. That makes it, every time you go up in the mountain, it just makes it interesting and fun. Because, like, this year, I learned how to camp, which i never done in my life, in Fair. my entire life. Because I grew up in a city, and we don't have access that easily to the mountain. Right. And I didn't grow up near the ocean. So I'm not, not basically an outdoor person until now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I get the feeling, I get the taste of what it's like to be outdoor. And I really enjoy
0: it now more than ever. It's definitely uh, interesting, like going camping. Like I actually went up to the Boundary Waters, which is between Minnesota and Canada, for like a whole week. Oh wow! And so it's it's very intense, like having to carry like all your food around, and then to hunt for half your your food. Yeah, it's just like oh, better not like run out of stuff. Like I didn't catch any fish today. What am I gonna do to eat? I guess it's beans again. You become a vegetarian yeah,
1: so eat leaves. Th- <laughs> yeah, you carry a lot of nuts, food yeah, exactly. <laughs> mixed nuts. Yeah, um I started out one or two day camping this summer. Mm-hmm. I start little by little because I don't know how much um I don't wanna like kill myself, but do a whole week yeah. up in a mountain. <laughs> yeah. So I realized the this I realized the the last the ultra light backpacking camping is the way to go. Yes, I, I read a lot about, it. Mm-hmm. and which is the most expensive way to to hike and camp to the lighter the lighter the weight <laughs> that you carry. Yes, like, yeah. So, as the more you want to hike, the more you want to camp, and the more you want to um, achieve all these mountains. It's, uh, it's. I think it's all worth it in the end because you get this sensational feeling like, "Hey, I accomplished something that I normally don't do." But you did it because it's it's all worth it. So it's a wonderful feeling. Yeah,
0: I think a lot of people overlook how much preparation it takes. Like you said, that you're doing all these hikes just to get in shape and practice I think a lot of like new yes. people just like think oh I could just go hike because I walk 10,000 steps a day so I can definitely do this but like no you actually have to practice just like anything else in life you have to accomplish yeah
1: yeah some people are super talented they don't need to practice yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I do just like um yoga some people just come into the studio and just Achieve every pose there is, and that's just so natural. Some people are super natural, yeah, but some people just have to practice and work on it, and you'll get there no matter what. Yeah.
0: I, I'm one of those people. So I have really bad balance, so like half the yoga poses, I feel like the instructor is just laughing at me. They're like, come on, dude, just, just whatever. Like, just, just, savasana. Awesome. just lay there you be no. good. <laughs> <laughs> So which, uh, which type of yoga do you say you prefer?
1: Um, I started out vinyasa.
0: Okay.
1: Which is, for anyone who doesn't know about yoga, you could start with vinyasa, which is um, less intense pose. Okay. But it prepare you for the real pose. So now, after two, three years, I've been practicing yoga. I got into Asanga, okay. which is very traditional Indian-style yoga, which really help you achieve all the poses once you once you practice. But you have to practice almost every day.
0: Makes sense.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of work, too. You got to get up 5.30 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> this type of yoga, you have to... Um, can you you practice this yoga before you eat and oh, wow.
0: drink in okay. the morning?
1: So no breakfast.
0: Yeah, yeah. Before I...
1: mm-hmm.
0: And You said you're also an instructor as well.
1: Yeah, um, I got into teacher training mm-hmm. because I wanted to deepen my yoga practice awesome. at first. Uh, as the time go by, and I realized. People want to know more about yoga, especially your friends and family. They want to know, um, how do you achieve this? and feel so good. And, and um, so little by little, I start teaching to my friends and family. And uh, I realized I could share, yeah, I want to share what I know. And so I, I think I got certified and I become a yoga teacher on the side, Yeah.
0: Yeah, so all the classes I've taken, usually it's like pretty similar throughout. Like you start with like your sitting poses, then you go to your standing poses. Yeah. I feel like each instructor has a little bit different take on it for which poses to do. How do you in choose? Vinyasa, yes. Okay,
1: I think in Vinyasa every teacher has different style. You could be different. You can you can you could create little here and there, but in Ashtanga, no, there's a there's a they're very strict. Oh, interesting. You know, the, the, the traditional yoga poses. It's very standard. It's very strict. And um, but you you feel great afterward too. I feel great. It depends what level you're in, no? how you want to, how you how bad the pose you want Yeah. For example, like I have a friend you want to achieve a handstand. Okay. <laughs> like, it's not that easy. If you don't know yoga, how do you achieve a handstand? Fair. But, so there's a process. So um, you started with the wall, you know, you kick up your leg right. to the wall so you don't bounce back down. Every day you keep practicing. Every day you practice. But in ashtanga, you don't start with a handstand. There's a there's a beginning. You gotta start with um, Sun A and Sun B, okay. which is a warm up yoga. You had to practice, and shankha, is more. You focus on breathing. Every post you breathe, every post that you do, there's a the breathing process: inhale and exhale. Okay. So um, I, I think a lot of people miss that because they they tend to think that I can achieve this yoga pose. And, but there's a there's a breathing process, which is very important. The key of yoga is is breathing. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I always so, struggle with that. I always like, held my breath. And they're like, dude, you just need to, to breathe. And I'm like, oh, sure. i oh, like, nope. I can actually do the breathing we taught you. I'm like, oh, I always wondered why that was the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: so I realized hiking, too. When you hike, you have to breathe a mm-hmm. lot, too. Especially the... Above the tree line.
0: Right.
1: Once you above the tree line, it's harder to breathe. So height and actually yoga actually helps you breathe better up in the mountain. So which is which is very helpful for me. I realized that. Then that maybe that's why I could. I'm not a hiker, but I can do it because the process of yoga prepared me to be up in the mountain. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, this has been a really good conversation. Anything you want to leave the listeners with before we sign off?
1: Uh, I want to say the last thing. Um, sure. Why do I, why do um, a lot of people, a lot of people wondering why a city wants to spend so much time <laughs> in the Yeah, we do. Huh? Yeah. And um, why, um, I think, why do, I think I want to be my answer to all the people who want to ask me all the time is because I want to be healthier and happier
0: mm-hmm.
1: person. So you have to keep in shape, you have to be active and not eat healthy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> awesome. Cool. We'll sign off with that then. Okay. This episode is sponsored by Bites Kitchen. The best of times are always shared at the table. Good food, good drinks, good stories, good friends. Wish I had any of those. (laughs) At Bites, they believe that good food is more than merely a part of survival. It is their passion. It has the power of transcend language, cultures, and ethnic backgrounds. Through food, they share their culture with new friends and old. They share a piece of who they are. And by coming together for meals, they trade good stories while creating new ones. At Bites, they want you to celebrate cultures from around the world. They've been inspired by Thailand, China, Japan, Korea, and more. They are also excited by the opportunity to continue creating new recipes. Food is always better when shared amongst friends, and that is how they shape their menu. With creative cocktails and a menu that is constantly evolving, a new story always awaits you at Bytes. Show up, I guarantee you see me sitting with my Buddha in my hand. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Pod Directory, or SoundCloud. That way, you'll get our latest episodes sent right to your device when they come out every week. For reference, those are all linked up right in the show notes. While you're in there, feel free to leave us a review. If you do, all I can say is two words. Endless gratitude. Writing reviews helps us understand how we can improve the podcast as we all continue along this fun adventure in fashion, fitness, and food. (laughs)